some praise. It is he that has allowed us to be back in the house of the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. He's in control of everything. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. He's got everything that we need. And all we have to do is give him the honor, the glory, because he's worthy of it. Open up your mouth and bless God. Hallelujah. Come on, just a few moments. I'm trying to cultivate the ground so God can do what he needs to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice. I didn't say be quiet. I said we will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. What shall I render unto God that is worthy due of all of his benefits? Hallelujah. Now touch the person next to you and tell them I'm so glad that you're here. Because God has a plan for you. Give the Lord a hand. Praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated. We are certainly honored to be here, and I I really enjoyed uh, everything thus far. And I want to say to Brother Charlie, um, you made a statement, and I said, yeah, I got to get him, Lord. I got to get him. You made a statement, and you said that, you know, I'm, I'm not anointed like a lot of other people. And, and people have a tendency of thinking that, you know, when you're anointed, you fall down on the floor and heaven's open and thunder and all like that. No, no, that's not. You know, when God anoints a person, that means he gives them favor and he gives them insight on a specific thing. Come on, stay with me here. So I want to say to you, Brother Charlie, before I go, uh, give give your card to my armor bearer here, Brother Doug. More Dougie Brown, amen, give the Lord a hand praise for him being with me. Um, but I want to encourage you that God is going to take you into arenas and he is going to allow you. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. He's going to take you into arenas and he's going to allow you to minister to people from what God has deposited into you. Oh, I wish somebody understand. We, we're talking about kingdom here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So get ready. Praise God. And amen. I want to say to Life Church, this is just the beginning for you. God is about to take you to another dimension. See, y'all, y'all ain't getting happy. Let me look over on this side. God is about to take you to another dimension because there is work for you to do. If you're excited about that, shout hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. And so, so we, we know we are in a critical time right now. There is a lot of stuff that is happening in the world and people are afraid and they're talking about the economy and, and old things are tight. But I want to tell you one thing. God has always promised he would take care of his people. Oh, it's quiet up in here. I said God has promised that he would always take care of his people. So there's a plan. There's a plan. The law of reciprocity works. The law of reciprocity is sowing and reaping. Hello? So if I follow the plan of God, it has to yield a return. Ah, Come on, somebody. It's not rocket science. If I do what God say, God will give me a return. Are you with me here? If I take care of my body like God told me to, I will get in return many years. 
honor thy father and thy mother and thy... Come on now, come on, stay with me here. Hallelujah. So, so, so Jesus said it like this, and I'm moving on briefly because I got to go to Anaheim, but I know the Lord's going to do what he needs to do. Jesus said, he that put his hand to the plow and look back is not fit. In other words, you won't be able to grasp the concept of the kingdom of God. It'll be hard for you to to grasp the revelation. It'll be hard for you to reach after the things that God has released to his people if you look back. But if you keep your hand on the plow, oh, come on, somebody. And you under, somebody shout destiny. I'm, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost here. You keep your hand on the plow, mm-hmm, and you are plowing for your destiny, no matter what happens in your life, no matter how tough situations get, you got an agenda, and you're not going to let anything stop you from doing what God said. Somebody shout hallelujah up in here. Oh, yes, yes. So, 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 so technically, the devil does not have any power. If the devil knocks on your door and says, please let me in, and you open the door, you gave him the power to come in. Are you with me here? But if he's knocking on your door and you see like they had an old song, say, devil, I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. And you know he's knocking on your door and you don't open the door, then that means that you have the ability to say no. Why did I say that? Some of us in here need to just tell the devil, no, you cannot have my child. You cannot have my marriage. You cannot have my health. You cannot have my family. You cannot have my praise. You cannot have my... Somebody shout hallelujah up in here. God's got a plan. Hallelujah. God's got a plan. Oh, glory to God. He's got a plan. 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 And you're part of the plan. I don't care what you went through with. I don't care what you lost. I don't care what type of things you're dealing with. If God's hand is on you, nobody and nothing can stop the plan of God. I give you 10 seconds to give God a crazy praise up in here. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. So he has a plan. So the difference is this, is if his hand is on my life. I'm just talking. If his hand is on my life and he has a plan for me, then I have to be careful on who I connect with. Are you with me here? How many of y'all know that there is generational demons? Uh, we're not going to go into demonology today, but I'm just giving you a quick synopsis. There is generational demons. And these particular spirits have taken out many folk in our history, in our family tree. Amen. And their agenda is to take us out. 
But God promised us that he would raise up a righteous seed that would break the curse off of our family. I wonder if I got some poke up in here. Know that it's me, Brother Pascal. I'm the one that's going to break that curse of my family tree. I'm the one that's going to break it up because I'm in the plan of God. Hallelujah. I'm in the plan of God. I'm in the plan of God. I'm in the plan of God. And so, and so, and so, so here it is. So, so the thing that the enemy does, the Bible says, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. Anytime that you make a mistake, God forbid that you make a mistake, but look at the person next to you and say, you're not a suchy muchy. You are capable of making a mistake. But thanks be to God that God has given us grace that we may strengthen the areas in our life that has caused. Come on and talk back to me. I wish I had some real folk up in here. God has given us grace through his mercy and his love and poured the Holy Ghost out. And now we got power. Power. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Power. Not just some old sheep sticking in the plug locky socket. I'm talking about power of the Holy Ghost. God himself is living in me. Woo! Glory to God. So, so, so when God has made up in his mind that you're good enough for me to live in, that means that God already saw you were going to make a mistake. God already saw down through the eons of time that you're going to get caught in a situation. Come on, talk back to me. Hello, somebody. That's why the Bible says, judge not that ye be not judged. Because on a bad day, all of us in here might make a mistake. I'm not talking about, you know, just make a mistake off the whim. Just live. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about understanding that my flesh is potentially dangerous. And I got to keep my body under subjection and allow God to change me. Who am I preaching to up in here? Allow God to change me. Um, I'm just going to go in the book, in the book, in the book of Second Chronicles, the twentieth chapter, twentieth verse, and I'm just going to go, go on into it. The Bible says it, it talks about Jehoshaphat and Judah, and he said, "Believe in the Lord thy God, not in somebody else's God, but the God that you believe in, because there's only one God." Are you with me here? Believe in the Lord thy God, and so shall ye be established. In other words, I'm not tripping and stumbling and bumbling about my faith. I'm not tripping and stumbling and bumbling about my God. I'm not waking up in the midnight hour trying to figure out, is this right or is this wrong? Is the baptism in Jesus right or is it wrong? Should I have the Holy Ghost or shouldn't I? Y'all ain't hearing me. I'm not going through that. But now I have allowed God to come into my life and say, God, show me what is the next step. 
Stay with me. So he said, believe in the Lord thy God, and so shall you be established. Believe in his prophets, uh-oh, and so shall he prosper. I've been preaching now close to 30 years, and I will tell you the truth, that generally most people that live non-victorious lives are people that cannot submit to authority. Oh, it's quiet up in here now. See, because everybody want to run the show. Are you with me here? But show me somebody that's submissive, and I'll show you somebody that's got power. Show me somebody that's saying, you know what, I don't have to be on the front. I can be in the back. I'll show you somebody that's going to be blessed. Show me somebody that ain't trying to, hey, everybody look at me, look at me. And I'll show you somebody with car to take all the way from the back and bring them to the front. Oh, y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he said, believe in his prophets and so shall you prosper. Right now, there's a shift. And everybody, quote unquote, in the church world is talking everything but God. It's easy for us to talk church stuff and not God. Hello. Well, you know, praise the Lord. We're just in a tough time now. That stuff, that ain't God. Well, you know, praise the Lord. Things are tight now. I can't go and spin like I want to. You know, we understand being a wise steward. But you have to understand that there comes a point in your life where you move from being a pauper. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. To a king's child. I'm not talking about money. You can have all the money in the world and don't have a peace of mind. You can have all the money in the world and your marriage falling apart. You can have all the money in the world and your kids acting like little demons and demonettes. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about God's hand on your life. Somebody shout hallelujah up in there. Hallelujah. Sotoba. And so, and so, and so. So God is shifting us now. And now we have to network with authority. We have to be submissive to God in everything that we do. We have to be submissive to leadership and not just say, well, you know, praise the Lord. I'm just here, Pastor. Praise the Lord. That ain't what God's talking about. God needs some tent men to extend the stakes. Come on up in here. God needs some folk to just say, well, you know, I'll be praying for you and don't pray. He ain't talking about that. He's talking about people that are interceding for the work and the plan of God. So the children of Israel in this story was under attack. And everybody in here, in some way, form, or fashion, you are under an attack. And the enemy, just like Brother Charlie put it so eloquently, he doesn't care about you. See, this is a war between him and God. You're just a pawn in his eyes. 
Hello, are you hearing what I'm saying? Listen to me. Listen, listen to me. That's why you got folk that come to church, and they've been coming to church for years, ain't filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. Just sitting up in the church, praise the Lord, clapping their hands, singing the songs, but ain't nothing happening on the inside. That is not God. When God has called you out, God expects for you to put your hand to the plow and tell the devil, I no, God has his hand on my life, and I'm going to do everything that I can so I'll be pleasing in his sight. He's got a plan for my life. He's got a plan for my life. And, and I want to erase the curse right now. Every single person up in here, when the devil been trying to tell you, you can't do that. You'll never be that. You know what happened in your life. I dismiss it right now. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So if I'm, I'm in God's plan, and many times when you're in God's plan, it hurts. Can I deal with that just for a few minutes? It hurts. Sometimes when you're in God's plan, it causes you to cry. Sometimes when you're in God's plan, it causes you to lose stuff that you felt like that you needed. And all God was saying is, I got to take the crutches from you. I got to take the dependency from you because I want you to be able to depend on me and nothing or nobody and no relationship but God. Shout hallelujah up in here. Somebody say, he's taking me somewhere. Have you ever noticed how when you go through life and you go through experiences in life, what you felt, what you went through with, down the road, it might be a year, it might be a month, it might be a couple of years. You're running to somebody that has the same scenario. Mm-hmm. You're running to somebody that went through something similar to you. Are you with me here? That's why, here we go, soul winners. That's why when you go out to win souls, don't go looking for folk that look just like you. Like Brother Charlie said, it ain't but one of you. Why are you trying to look for another one of you? Go after it. Go in the highways and byways and get Larry the Wino and Sally the Hussia. Go into, oh, come on, somebody. He that went of souls is wise. So the Bible says, believe in the Lord, and so shall you be established. Foundation is important. That's why you should come to Bible study. That, oh, oh, it's quiet up in here. That's Hello, somebody. Some churches need to switch their service. Because <laughs> you got a whole lot of folk come Sunday morning, but just a few that come Wednesday night. Being established in God's word, which will give me clarity on what's going on in my life. And the Bible says, study to show thyself approved. 
Here we go. Y'all missing it. To show thyself approved. In other words, I ain't no just Johnny come lately, but I've been through something, and I've been tested, and I've been tried in the fire, and now, God, I'm ready. What is it that you want me to do? If you think that's you, I give you five seconds to give God a crazy praise. And so, and so, so here it is. At the point of Judah and them being ready to be attacked. Why would this man of God say, Believe in God and so shall you be established. It's tough sometimes when you're going through hell to pull up that scripture. Ooh, I wish I had some real folk up in here. It's tough. It's tough sometimes when, 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 when the wind, your clitorium hits your life and everything going crazy all around you to get a hold of God because all oh, y'all ain't been, I wish y'all be real with me here because even though I'm a spirit being, I still live in this body and I got emotions and feelings. So, so why? Did God allow it? Because nothing happens unless God sanctions it. All right. Uh oh. That some of y'all should be shouting right now. You say, "Man, you say, oh God, I'm just going through so much. Oh, when am I gonna get no break? Oh, la la la." I'll say it again. Nothing happens unless God sanctions it. Oh God. So if God sanctioned whatever's going on in your life, then God is looking past your fault, past your failure, and saying, I got something on the other side that's going to reap a harvest. All I need you to do is stay in my plan, keep praying, keep fasting, keep living holy, keep coming after me. And so, so he says, there's always a point in our lives where we hear something and we become reluctant. Even if it's the man of God. Because when the man of God speaks, we only want to hear what we want to hear. When the man of God speaks, we'll only open up our inner ear to hear what we think he's going to say. But what if he don't say it? <laughs> what if, what if the, the prophecy, oh yes, the fivefold ministry is still in effect. And all it does is represent the hand of God. And you cannot have one without the other. Oh, come on, talk back to me. Can I believe God enough to stay in position to follow through the plan? <laughs> 
Can I believe God enough that in the blast of the heat of my trial that I will stay focused and not throw in the towel and not say, you know, this is it. I don't want to deal with this. I'm aborting this mission. Can I stay focused and know, here we go, for we walk by faith. Y'all didn't hear me. I said we walk by faith. Let me go on this side. Y'all too dead over here. We walk by faith and not by sight. So the devil says, I know what your word is, God. They walk by faith and not by sight. So I have to attack something that's close to their brain. What they see. Because 99.9% of us in here are affected by what we see. Amen. If I would have came in here with some blue jeans on, sagging and an earring in my ear, looking all crazy and talking about, praise the Lord. A lot of y'all would have private council sessions and say, somebody needs to get a hold of pastor because something's going on here. Hello, somebody. Because you're affected by what you saw. So the enemy knows that we're in a sensual world. Sensual does not necessarily mean something, stay with me, sexual. We're in a sensual world and we're affected by what we see. Praise the Lord. So he knows if he can attack us by what we see. It would kill off our faith in God. That's why you have to constantly remind yourself and remind God of his promises that he told you. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? It's like a little baby. Mama, you going to take me to the store? Mama, you going to take me to the store? Daddy, you say you going to take me to the store? Mama, you going to buy me a toy? Daddy, you told me. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And God told me to tell your life, church, it's time for you to remind God what he promised you. Maybe he didn't promise y'all nothing. I'll go on this side. God said it's time for you to remind him of what he promised you. What did he promise you? I don't know, brother. I'm, I don't know. Ah, wrong answer. If somebody promised you something, you should have the fact. Well, how do we find the fact, Brother Pascal? How do we find the mind of God? It is in his book, the word of the Lord, the Bible, Biblos. Hello, somebody. And you can have an intimate relationship with God so to where not only will he speak the logos to you, but he'll come rhema. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. Oh, God, catch this. So he told them, believe in the Lord thy God, and so shall you be established. If there's anything in your life that's not established, that is shaky, that is falling apart, go back to the word of the Lord. Hello, somebody. Make the necessary correction. Don't just give up, honey. Oh, y'all, come on, stay with me. You might have lost the house. That's all right. Learn from it, because God might bless you with too. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. You might have lost a job. Learn from it. God might make you an owner of a business. 
He's got a plan. So he says, says, believe in the Lord that God and so shall you be established. Believe in his prophets and so shall you prosper. I'm not talking about running and chasing. Oh, you got a word from me. Brother, do you got a word from me? Sister Snake, I want to hear what I ain't talking about that. Somebody said there's a difference between a loony bird. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all get that when you get home. But I'm talking about staying connected. I, I, I never forget, I, I came to church when I first got saved, and I was sitting on the front row, didn't know God, knew that I needed him, knew that he was putting his finger on my life in different incidents that happened. So I said, okay, he's he trying to tell me something. And I'm sitting on the front row, the preacher get up and preach me. And I'm saying in my mind, somebody must have told this man my business. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Ain't nobody told y'all, y'all hear what I'm saying? It was God downloading into that preacher to come after me. And that's what this is. God is downloading to tell you, you are still in God's plan. Now stand on your beat and give him praise right now. Still in his plan. Everybody else wrote you off. Everybody else said it wasn't going to work. But God didn't give up on you, baby. The best is yet to come. Woo! That's why I can't afford to hang around folks that don't want to go nowhere. If you're an eagle, stay with the eagles. Don't hang with the chickens. If you know God has his hand on your life, stay with him. Because, here we go. Somebody say family. Your destiny has a lot to do with your children. See, it's quiet up in here. Hello, somebody. It's bigger than just you, baby. You got to tell, where where are my fathers at? Raise your hand right now. You got to understand that what God spoke into your life, going to spill off on your boy. Going to spill off on your children. It's going to spill off. I don't need that yet. y'all hearing me why would God tell me something that he's going to do and it don't happen oh y'all ain't hearing me and the Bible says he's not a man that he should what come on stay with me here God has a reputation and he's not going to let anybody tell his reputation if he said I'm going to do it you best believe he's going to do it if he said I'm going to heal you you best believe he's going to heal you if he say he's going to bless you you best believe God is going to do it hallelujah He's going to do it. He's going to do it. 
He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And can't no devil in hell stop it. Can't no demonic influence stop it. As long as I stay in God's plan, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Give him praise. Give him praise. Some of y'all, your destiny is being released right now. Now you're getting your mind back. Now you're getting your focus back. Now you're getting your direction back. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Come on. Come Now, I've got to say this. This is prophetic. For the next seven days, seven means completion. You need to go home, and you need to write everything that God told you that he was going to do. And when your pastor get back, and I'm going to call him too, you need to give that thing to him. And say, Pastor, this is what the Lord told me he was going to do in my life. I need you to affirm it. I need you to pray over it. Hear what I'm saying. I wish I had a church up in here. And I'm telling you, some of y'all right now, I know y'all jubilistic, but wait a minute. I'm telling you, some of you right now, you're on the edge of the greatest revival, not just in the history of the church, but in your life. Because truth be told, a lot of us need a revival. Come on, somebody. Truth be told, a lot of our homes need a revival. Truth be told, I'm I know y'all want to shout, but I'm almost done here because I got to speak into your life. It's time out for just oh, just going to church. That's right. Don't Amen. y'all look around you? Amen. Just look around. Don't you see all the folk up in here? That's an indication that God has a plan, and you part of it. Let me go on this side. That's an indication that God has a plan, and you part of it. That's an indication that God has a plan, and you're part of it. You're part of it. Give me ten minutes, and I'm going to be done. Ten minutes. If you read that story, you'll find out that the children of Ammon was coming after them. The moment that they received the instructions, they were established. Mm -hmm. The moment that they heard the prophet, their pastor, the one who's guarding and watching over their soul according to spiritual authority, I don't care what the economy 
Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I, I don't normally like to go into this, but I have to say this as the Spirit of the Lord unctions me. You know, this guy came out a long time ago, and it was inspired by God. It was talking about the law of attraction. Okay? That's a spiritual thing. Because husbands, when you saw your wife for the first time, you were attracted to her by what was in you. And she was attracted to you by what you presented. Uh-oh. Come on. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Catch that revelation, man. What are you presenting to God to work with? Did y'all catch that, brothers? What are you presenting? Some brothers don't even praise God hard. Some brothers let women out praise them. I'm not talking about competition, but if I'm a man, I'm supposed to be the first and foremost. I'm supposed to lead my family in the praise. Lead my family in the worship. Lead my family to God. And so, and so the Bible says that the children of Ammon were ready to attack them. But, somebody say but. The children of Israel and Judah began to praise God from what they received. Before they received that, they were stuck. Before you received your word, you were stuck. Now you got the word. And the Bible says, when they begin to praise God, that the Lord set up ambushments. Hello, somebody. In other words, all of the enemies, all of the folks that have conspired against the work of God, God overtook that and prospered his people. I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. Now it's time to praise God. Now it's time to open up your mouth. Now it's time to give God a shout. Now it's time to give God the praise. I'm going to give y'all three seconds just to go crazy and praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Come on up in here. I refuse to lose. I'm not backing down. God promised this to me. Oh, this is holy ground. So sit back up and get your hands off of me. Cause I refuse to lose. I have authority. Oh, yeah. I wish I had some brother to give God a victory. I'm not backing down. God promised this to me. Oh, this is holy ground. So straighten back up and get your hands off of me. Because I refuse to lose. I have authority. You're in God's way. I refuse to lose. I'm not backing down. God promised this to me. Oh, this is holy ground. So stay back up and get your hands off of me. Cause I refuse to lose. I have authority. Oh, yeah. Come on, sing it. I refuse to lose. I'm not backing down. God promised this to me. Oh, this is holy ground. So straighten back up and get your hands off of me. Cause I refuse to lose. I have authority. Oh, yeah. I refuse to lose. I'm not 
not backing down. God promised this to me. Oh, this is holy ground. So straighten back up and get your hands off of me. Cause I refuse to lose. I have authority. I'm going to give you an example of what the devil do. Right, Shh. Uh, Hallelujah! He got it. Hallelujah! Shh. Don't you praise God. Don't you rejoice. Don't you give God the victory. Don't you get in the aisle and praise God. Don't you clap your hands. Don't you do it. But the devil is alive. This to me. Oh, this is holy ground. So sing back up and get your hands off of me. Cause I refuse to lose. I have authority. Yeah. Oh, singing. I refuse to lose. I'm not backing down. God promised this to me. Oh, this is holy ground. So sing back up and get your hands off of me. of God, that you will be the head and not the tail, that you will lead your family into the holiness of God, that every curse that might have been on your daddy, that might have been on your grandfather, that might have been on your great, 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 is released off of your life. Backing down, God promised this to me. Oh, this is holy ground. So sing back up and get your hands off of me. Cause I refuse to lose. I have a story. Every single mother, 
every single grandmother, every single daughter, raise your hand right now. I speak by the oracles of God that every assassination attempt that the devil has tried to put on your life, every curse, every assignment of the devil has been canceled in the name of Jesus. I speak the promises of God. Now give God praise right now. to lose. I'm not backing down. God promises to me. Oh, this is holy ground. So straighten back up and get your hands off of me. Cause I refuse to lose. I have authority. Oh, yeah. Now listen. In the close of that story, the Bible says that Judah, which represents praise, they praise God and God set up ambushments. You cannot get God's attention by being quiet. You cannot get God's attention by being passive. If you was hanging on a cliff for your life, you wouldn't be saying, help, help, help. You'd be, help! So on the count of three, I want you to tilt your head back and give God the loudest of my praise. You can. One, two, three. your hands off of me